This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Let's go back in time to 1932 as Converse brings you historic footage of the legendary original Celtics with whom all great professional teams are compared. We have now taken over your radio. Richie Guerin is about to show you the most important step in getting past a man. It's the first one. And Oscar will inbound it. The men in green, the Milwaukee Bucks, that's Al Cinder against Bellamy. Has Jordan, Allen, Shades, Gray, gets two! Yomar on oh, a stop! Oh, brother! Lead Toledo Artists, you get 21! 4.28 to go in the first quarter for the Cow Palace. Here's Perry. Hello, and welcome to the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast at HarborProxism.com. I am Jason Mann, and joining me today to talk about Manu Ginobili is Miles Ma. He's a contributor for Harvard Proxism. Miles, uh, welcome to the show. Hi, how's it going? Go- going well. Uh, thanks so much for being here, and uh, looking forward to uh, talking about Manu. He, uh, l- looking at kind of the basic resume, he is 86th all-time in win shares, 20th in win shares per 48. 13th in box score plus minus, uh, 41st in value over replacement player. He has, of course, been a key contributor to uh, four Spurs championships, uh, the Tim Duncan-led dynasty. Um, He is two-time All-NBA third team. Uh, He has five seasons where he's in top 10 in the league and win shares per 48, but because he plays relatively few minutes, he has never uh, been in the top 10 in win shares itself. Uh, he is a four time uh, or four times in that category, top 10 in value over placement player. Um, and we, we were looking, we've been sort of, yeah, excuse me. We've started looking at uh, how other um, 
ranking systems have looked at uh, these players, and um, Bill Simmons is pyramid. He is not listed. However, uh, he is 143rd on the Slam Magazine 500. So, Miles, you uh, chose uh, Manu Ginobili. Uh, what do you think about his case as a top 50 player? Emmanuel David Ginobili. Did you know his middle name was David? My I, middle name is David. Nice. I did um, not know that. So I, I guess the, the always the big mark against Ginobili is his minutes because he, he has not been a starter for most of his career. But I think he has so many accomplishments outside of the NBA and, and he's such a he's such a distinctive player that you have to give him so if there are style points, you have to give him all of the style points. Um, I think let's get like the boring things out of the way like the the things that are obviously at the top of his resume he's he's one of two guys to win a Euroleague league title an nba championship and an olympic gold medal the only other one is bill bradley and i feel like you have to give him even more credit because he beat america to get there uh in 2004 and you could say whatever you want about that U.S. Olympic team, but it had it had 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 Allen Iverson, it had Dwayne Wade, it had Tim Duncan, and he he killed them in that uh that semifinal game. He had 29 points on 13 shots. So this guy is a killer at the highest level of competition. Um, the other thing that I think is cool about Manu is that he was he's he's got to be the best player ever taken 57th. There's not. You know, to be even considered in the top 50 all time is remarkable for a guy picked out low. I, I forget what the trade was. I think the Pistons were involved this this summer and they got a top 55 protected pick. And, you know, that's basically nothing, right? Um, there's there's only two guys with more win shares who were drafted that low. Artis Gilmore, who was taken in the seventh round, 117th overall in 1971. And Bill Lambeer, who was taken in the third round, 65th overall in 1979. And then there's Manu, taken 57th. The only other notables who were taken that low or or lower are like Arvita Sabonis in 85. But, yeah, most of the time that pick is traded for nothing. Um, you mentioned the four championships. I think it, it, he was part of the... The Tim Duncan, you know, dynasty, um, and that's sort of, I guess that that's one of the marks against him, is that he he's always been on great teams. He's never had to be a leader, but I think you know for a lot of those championships, for at least the two thousand four two thousand five championship, and I thought he was the best player in that series, but nobody watched it because it was against the Pistons. Did you watch that series? I did, as a matter of fact, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, was it? It, was, it was like one of the lowest rated, the, the least watched NBA finals yeah. in, in recent history, if, that, that if, was if actually, I recall correctly. That was the first finals in which I got back into basketball after taking a few years uh, off from the NBA. Was it that finals in particular that made you want to jump back in? No, it was, it was that season, though, because I had moved to Atlanta, and I decided that I wanted to become a Hawks fan. So okay. I, uh, I rooted very hard for a 13-win uh, Hawks, uh, Hawks team <laughs> that season. So uh, the, the finals was my reward. It was a good finals, even though— It was uh, a good. It went to seven games, right? Yeah. And if, if you recall, in that, that seventh game, uh, he, he iced that game— um, he was he was pretty incredible, and he was doing it against Tayshawn Prince, who if you if 
I know you weren't watching basketball the year before, but that was the guy who locked down Kobe the year before. Right. And and he killed him. Um, so like it, he, it just seems like he comes up in these big moments. He's he's I, I love him because he's a fearless player, and he's just so aggressive. Like you you have no idea what he's gonna do when he's on the floor, except you know he's he's gonna get that basket. Um, I want to talk about. Well, let me go back. The I remember. I didn't pay much attention to Manu Ginobili until. Do you remember Kobe doing work? Yes. That that documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's you know it's the documentary where it's just one game focused on Kobe Bryant. And I remember they were playing the Spurs that game. Uh, Manu Ginobili was not playing, and then it, it like it was like a shot of him on the bench, and Kobe just said, "That's a bad boy right there." I, th- I think I'm pretty sure those were exact his exact words. I remember hearing that and going like, Manu Ginobili, really? So after that, I started paying attention to him, and it's true. Manu Ginobili, any, any, anything he did, I was like, he is a bad boy. I didn't say bad boy because, because I feel like that's a lame thing to say, Kobe. <laughs> but I thought, you know, this is a bad man. Uh, so, so style points-wise, I think he's super cool. Like, obviously the Euro step, right? Who does sure. the Euro step? Before Manu Ginobili, I'm sure people did the Euro step, but... But now, you know, there's Dwayne Wade, there's James Harden. It's such a weapon for everyone, the Eurostep. So yeah. we have to give him credit for introducing that. We have to give him credit for sort of inventing James Harden, right? He he shoots the three, he's left-handed, he's always going for the basket, and he's a great passer. I think, you know, James Harden's game is almost the same. He's just sort of built on it. And added this that filthy step back that he has. Yeah, I, I mean, just incredibly innovative when it comes to ball handling and passing. And, and it just like the word that always comes to me for him is crafty. Right. I mean, but, he, he's just able to uh, and able to often, you know, kind of make something out of nothing. And, and yeah, just, yeah, and and of course, you know, just able to key. Um, you know, for, for a team that um, already has so much, but is able to kind of fill in those parts and also able to, you know, provide a spark when needed or just kind of fit in when needed. Right. He added that sense of like, like back when the Spurs used to be regarded as boring, he had, he added that sense of unpredictability. And a lot of that was his pat, like almost any top 10, like you pick the top 10 passes of the year for almost any season that he's played. He's got two or three on that list. And you could, you're probably thinking of one right now, but he's he's so right, basketball to me is about decisions, and the thing that I think sets Manu apart is that he makes decisions so so fast. Like he seems to know exactly where everybody's going to be on the floor and what he's going to do just a split second before everyone else. And you know, there's times like he's definitely had up, he's definitely an up and down player. You know, he he makes these decisions quickly, and they don't always work. But a lot of times, they're they're the best play of the game, right? Um, I'm I'm thinking right now to the 2014 finals, and that crazy crazy dunk on the entire Miami Heat team. I think that is. I think that even even though he's he's a little bit old and washed up now, I think. I think that's kind of the play of his career because 
it was so unexpected. It was so fearless, and it was such a spectacular play. He yammed it on the, the entire. He he dribbled through the entire Miami Heat team and just yammed it on Chris Bosh's head. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, I I think that that's that's his mark, right? His fearlessness. Yeah, I, and I remember um, we did a series on Game Sevens in the uh, finals, um, mm-hmm. and looking back at the at the Pistons one, in fact, um, in '05, of just like how, um, inc- I mean, he's all you know, he, just to see him do that stuff more often, and just to kind of remember, like, oh yeah, I mean, you know, he he's still you know he's been great over the you know he's slowing down now, but he's been still been right. you know great player the last six seven years, but I mean, he used to do that stuff like you know more commonly and it was it's just like oh wow yeah that's right he he was that quick and he was that um you know that spry and he had that kind of lift and um you know, right, well, he still wonder, had the long hair right yeah that too yeah the hair <laughs> flopping yeah um that was great yeah you know t- to me you know, there's because you know we, we we go we go back to the longevity a little bit or or not so much longevity but the lack of minutes i mean he's averaged 26.7 minutes per game in his career and it's tough to be an elite player when doing that but there is one pretty good parallel for him a guy who's currently on the top 50 list and we think is very likely to stay on there is sam jones of the celtics dynasty okay i mean they they played similar minutes they played similar roles and they produced at um similar rates uh manu has the uh, benefit of uh the three-pointer of course and of you know kind of the modern emphasis on efficiency sam jones like everyone shot the ball without much 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 care um but uh, you know i do think that there there is a player who um you know is a template for you know for, for putting manu in there i do think that he is a i, I mean I do, I do think he's definitely a candidate um for sure um right you know you look at kind of the comparison uh you know, kind of where he's rated uh you know when it comes to other guards uh, of his era um you know he is he, he's fifth in value of replacement player next to you know chris paul um kobe wade and kid uh, third in Winchester 40 behind Paul and Harden. So, you know, he's with these elite players on on these things. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, even all time. I mean, he, he's uh, he's eighth in Winchester 48 behind Jordan, uh, Paul, Magic, Jerry West, John Stockton, James Harden. Is this Harden, just among guards? Oscar Robertson, among guards, yes. Okay. Uh, in, in his position. So, um, and, you know, in all time, I mean, you know, he's 20th all time in Winchester 48. Um which is an incredible mark, um, right? Well, like, when he's on the floor, he's he's as good as anybody. Yeah, he just you know he just happens to not be on the floor that much. You know, it's in, it's interesting to think about what he could have been if he had you know had that starring role. He sort of did on on those Argentina teams, but you know, you didn't get to see him that much. Yeah, we haven't exactly decided yet, you know, how we're going to weigh um, international play um, because, it, you know, I, I mean, as you've mentioned, it's definitely, you know, the highest level of competition and, um, you know. Right. To me, I think it 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 is probably it, it's probably more probably more impressive than maybe winning a final four. But oh, oh, we yeah. could debate that. That's that's un- up for debate, I guess. Oh yeah, I mean, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you know, it, it's, um, I, you know, I I think there is, 
but it's it's still it's kind of hard to you know exactly know what weight to put on it. Um, and right. there, are, there aren't really that many players where it it matters that much for where it's going to really make that huge of a difference. But Manu is definitely one of them. Right. I, I I think one of the problems with Manu is he's had such a singular career. Right. He he, he had so much success even before he got to the NBA, and mm-hmm. he had so much success, you know, internationally as uh, for Argentina as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there is definitely a case for him. I think it's, it is, it's tough. You know, I mean, it's tough for anybody to be on, on the list, but I do think, um, there's a shot, but it's, um, where do you think he is, uh, in, in, in the shooting guards of his era? I, I think he's up there like, okay. So I think probably, well, I don't want Kobe stands to come after me. I think Kobe Bryant is, is the shooting guard of his era. Sure. You know, culturally and 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 you know championship wise but i think after him you know from the time men who men who got in the nba 2003 and you know he's he's still there now i, I would say his prime probably ended in in 2011 i think i think there are three great guards of that era and he's one of them it's kobe Dwayne wade and ginobili i i think he belongs in that tier uh, yes yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I mean, I, I think he's one of the three. I, I think he's the third, but I do think he's one of the three, and I do think that, yeah, he's ahead. Uh, I mean, I, I would say way ahead of almost anyone else. I mean, there's Harden, but Harden's really only been in the last, you know, four, three, four years where you can really put him, you know, in the, um, you know, doesn't have the longevity that obviously the other guys have, but right, and you have to give him some credit for for inventing Harden. Uh, yeah, which, which is fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I do think that there's there's the influence there. I mean, absolutely, you know, the Eurostep and you know, and, and and playing that role, you know, that 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 Harden has taken to another level. I, I do think those things do matter. And right, and I think what the the way he plays is is almost like the the prototypical shooting guard for for the you know for the modern NBA. Like you have to be able to navigate the pick and roll. You, you have to be able to shoot the three, and you have to be able to pass the ball. I mean, everybody's got to be able to do that, but that's what you want out of your your lead shooting guard now. Sure, and, and you know he also, uh, you know, again these in these top fifty lists, um, you know, we may do it a bit differently, but it, the the top two or three players in these dynasties or these long running great teams tend to get rewarded. Um, you know, uh, the the Lakers have three, the eighties Lakers have three, the um, um, the 80s Celtics have three, uh, even their early 70s Knicks, um, you know, obviously the 60s Lakers. I mean, all these teams are rewarded. I mean, th- this this winning and this these championships are rewarded. And there, there's something to it. I, I don't want to make too much of it, but I do think, you know, being a, um, you know, a, a top two, top three player on a, on a a team that's won multiple championships and, and, and also just been incredibly awesome that entire time and, you know, been in the hunt for the championship for almost every season of that Um that certainly means something, right? I think I think he was I think he was the best player in at least that Detroit Pistons finals. I you know the, it's it's great that you know Tim Duncan obviously per- played great as well, but I think Manu really put them over the top in that series. Mm-hmm. He he didn't win Finals MVP, but I I thought he was the best player. Okay. okay. Um. Anything else? Um. You know, I just love the I just love the Manu swag. I I think he deserves I I I think he's such a he's such a fun player that you know he deserves whatever extra boost that to to set off you know 
the small number of minutes he's played. He's 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 such a fun player. He's had such a fun career. He's he's made so many great moments, you know, both in the playoffs and just in ordinary run of the mill games. He's he's capable of doing anything. Yeah. And he caught a bat with his bare hands, so he did. I, how could I forget about him catching a bat with his bare hands? That's that's an all time move right there. It certainly is. Absolutely. <laughs> there's not. There's no other. There's no other players Peta hates as much. I'm sure in the NBA anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Chris Kamen. Maybe Chris Kamen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. He's, he's not under consideration, is he? He is not under consideration. Okay. No, we don't have to worry about Chris Kamen. No. <laughs> Man who can still lead that category. Yes. Yes. So, um, uh, well, Miles, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. We really appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Jason. And uh, everyone, thanks for uh, for checking us out. You can find us at harborproxism.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Over and Back NBA on Facebook, uh, the same page. And we also can find us at overandbacknba.com. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back again soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.